Welcome to a first episode of our new podcast, My Best Eleven, brought to you by myself and Marvin Johnson. Um, how are you, Marv? Morning, Andrew. I am good. I'm happy to have our first episode and excited to speak to an old ex-colleague of mine. Yeah, it's really great to hear. And this week's um, episode is brought to you by Glen Eden Plant Sales in Bedford. So this week, we have the winner of our public vote. I don't know if he was keeping an eye on this or not, um, or how many people he may have got to vote for him, even if he got his family to vote as well, to make sure. Um, But this week, we have the legend at a number of clubs, Steve Howard. Steve, how are you? I'm good, Andrew. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I've got everybody to vote. So, uh, <laughs> uh, awesome. So, um, those people who hopefully everybody knows you a bit about Steve. Um, Steve's played at a number of different clubs. Obviously, um, the one I would have thought probably closest to his heart, despite both of us being Luton fans, myself and Marv, is probably his, his home, Hartlepool United, um, alongside a number of other clubs, obviously, um, including Derby, Leicester. Um, Luton and then a short period of time as well at um, Northampton and um, at Sheffield Wednesday um, at the end of your career as well. So some fantastic clubs in there. Um, What we're going to do, we're going to jump straight in. um, And the most important thing we'd like to hear from you is um, what formation are you going to go for for your best 11? This could be good. Do do your best 11? I thought it was a Luton Town team. I was like, I was thinking, I still talk to these people. So I was like, I can't put, I've got to put him in, I've got to put him in. I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. But now it's like the, the all-time 11, I'm going 4-4-2. Oh, okay. That's surprising for a striker. I'd have thought strikers would have gone for maybe just a bit more flair and just gone for it. No, I'm going 4-4-2 because I think I've uh, I think I've nailed this team. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll, let, we'll let you go. Off you go. Goalkeeper. Yeah, goalkeeper. He was a. I played with him when he was a, a young lad, but obviously, obviously a, a mainstay. Still playing at the moment. Um, start really started making his name for it. Uh, Man City. Oh, I, I have no clue. Go on, Andy. Go on, Andy. Go on. Casper That's the one. Casper Schmeichel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes, he, was just, he was a different class when he came. He was just, he was just, he's, he's professionalism at a young lad, a, 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 for a young lad, was unbelievable. And obviously, he's just kicked on now, kicked on and kicked on. So, yeah, what, age, uh, what, age, what age was he when he, when you, when he first got 20, the team? Probably about 22, 22-ish, 23. Right. But he was a he came from, obviously, with his dad as well, you know, he was just, yeah. just a different, different level. So that's probably probably him. He's he's probably the best keeper I've played with. Because you signed him from uh, you signed him from Man City, but he'd also have a bit of time at Notts County as well, hadn't he? Um, yeah, so he'd yeah. done a, he'd done a bit of lower league football, hadn't he, for a while? It was it was Sven, I think, when Notts County had a bit of money, and so obviously it was Sven. So Sven doesn't go anywhere unless he's got money. Does it really be fair? Sounds a little bit like another manager of yours when you're at Luton, I think. So who only goes a little bit places for when there's a bit of bit of money around the place? Um, well, the, big, big, yeah, the, the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what okay. was what's Michael's main thing then? Is Casper Schmeichel's main thing? Is it shot stopping in the air? What's he like to to be up against? I mean, could you score against him in training? Not really. No. 
he's one of the he's one of the keepers that you 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 trained against and thought you were happy to score against him. He was that kind of kind of keeper, and I think he set his standards. He's, he's, from a young lad, set his standards so high to produce on a match day. You do exactly the same in training as as Marlon. No? He was exactly the same. He didn't he didn't have like a training level or a or a match level. He just had a match level. As as keepers are, as you know, they have a weird like little bracket they put themselves in. What was he? I mean, they call them crazy goalkeepers. Was it? Was he crazy or was he like quite? He looks quite normal to me. I mean, what he's I see of him, quite, for a keeper, was quite normal because obviously we some, some loons, don't we? I mean, I have, and you have. <laughs> I mean, we can live with some loons, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> But, but like, uh, he's quite level-headed. Yeah, he looks quite level-headed. You know, I don't know whether that was because he's dad or what, but um, but he's uh, uh, he was he was he was he was a good good keeper, like good keeper. And he, yeah. he, he now he's just proved it now. Yeah, well, his um his dad was legendary for having a bit of a not not a screw loose, but he definitely loved to loved to have a good shout at at, at blaming everybody. Um, and and as well as that, I mean, you had a bit of time playing at centre back. You quite often had to fill in at centre back, being the size you were. Um, yeah. Did that change your respect for goalkeepers, or did it yeah. lower them down? Not particularly. <laughs> 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 uh, I enjoy actually. I quite enjoyed playing centre half when I did uh, on, on a, a few occasions, but um, I just found it. Um, I want to put this. I found it quite easy centre half. Oh my gosh! Wash your mouth out, young man. You're lucky. It's like being a fullback. It's the easiest, easiest position in the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, do you know what? I, I do a big man. I do agree with you because you, apart from the goalkeeper, you can see the whole field as a centre back. You are. It's it's easier, much much easier than what you're playing because you've got your back to play all the time. So. Yeah. Full respect yeah, to you, centre forwards. I'm being totally truthful there. Yeah, full respect. Awesome. So, so we're moving forward then. Um, so, right back, right back, uh, right back. Uh, yeah, Newcastle legend, absolute Newcastle legend. Um, Peruvian international. Oh, yeah. Yep. Go on, man, Andrew. Go on, go on, go on Andrew. Go on. No, keep going. Keep going for the for the go fans. On, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Have you got it, He's killing me. No, Marv I haven't got, got it. No. Nah. no. Andrew's got it. He's on fire. That's what I said. He went to... Uh, he went out and actually managed the, managed the country. International. Where, uh, where, where was this? You yeah. Where was this? You yeah. Where was this? Not, I was at Leicester, but he wasn't renowned really for being a right back. He just dropped back. He was really I a right winger. And he castle right winger. Yeah, I think it's the it's the, it's the English word. So think that's what I thought, Nobby Solano. Yeah. 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 yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, Nobby Solano. Oh my gosh! I, yeah. I, I said you're too young. I was paying you a compliment. You're too young. All right, cheers. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. No, no, no. Really, Nobby Solano? Wow. Yeah, yeah. He came, he came to Leicester. Um, uh, when we the he, he was that playoff season when we got beat a car. Um, oh, okay. Right, he dropped back, right back, but he was just—he was the only like. Whoa. He was the only, he had like, to drop back, didn't he? He was fifty-six <laughs> years of age. Fifty-six years of age, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was coming on, please. Yeah, he's quality. He's not even the shades. He's quality. So no matter where you are, he just stick it right on your foot. He was brilliant. He right. Was brilliant. He was the sort of lad who'd like, you know, a ball would come in, he'd like chest it in the six-yard box, but the keeper. 
he was that, he's that composure. That was just unbelievable. So it was um, definitely him, right back. Okay. He, what was he? What was he like in the dressing room? I mean, Peruvian, a yeah. little bit flamboyant, or was he pretty quiet? Obviously, or what was he like? He, the, he used to play the trumpet, so he, he used to come in and play the trumpet now and then, you know, and do his little dance and his little jig. Shut was, uh, up! What a trumpet into the dressing room? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He must yeah, have yeah. got pelted. He must have got pelted. No, no, he's brilliant. He was brilliant with it. He was a, he's a lovely, lovely fella. Still speaking now. He lives up here. So, wow. uh, still speaking now, now and then. He was a good, good lad. Uh, really, really nice, nice fella. When he hasn't got the trumpet yeah. in his mouth. Yeah, all of the people on this list are, are, are lovely fellas. So, which is often the weird or marvelous. It? it is, it is, it is. It's true. It's true. You've, you've kept the dickheads out. <laughs> so this is my best and also the people I like 11 yeah exactly yeah exactly exactly uh, so, two seconds yeah go go keep going keep going yeah. two absolute man mountains uh, one the first one is basically a West Brom legend really um, he's now I was at Derby with him He's now a uh, manager at Doncaster. Andrew, you got it? No, that's thrown me. The Doncaster thing's thrown me. Manager at Doncaster. Manager at Doncaster. Doncaster Rose. Manager at Doncaster Rose. Come on, lads. Doncaster Rose. I, 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 I'm, oh, I mean, I'm Lou, Lou and the fighting in the big leagues now. I'm not worried about the league. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The two of don't look below that to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, big, big man, you big man. You're gonna have to tell us. You know, you're gonna have to tell us. Go on, Darren Miller. Big Darren Miller. Oh, oh, is that? I didn't know he went there. I didn't know he's yeah. gone there. Yeah, he is. Wow. He's been there two two seasons, like. Two Ever since he got thrown out of West Brom. So since he got yeah, thrown yeah. out of West Brom, job he got that. Wow! 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 Yeah. I didn't know he'd gone there. Okay. Yeah, Darren Miller. What a play! Well, he was a he was a when I played, he was brilliant. He was just a, he was a proper defender, Mark. Man Mountain, Man Mountain. Just, just nothing went. Obviously, you couldn't get past him because he was that big. So uh, wow. he was just. And you know, what the scary thing is, Mark, he never swore. Never ever swore. <laughs> never swore. Never swore. Really? Tried, tried, he loads of times, and he just wouldn't do it. Just wouldn't. <laughs> really? Every, every time, he was like flipping neck, flipping neck. That's what he used to say. <laughs> <laughs> So, Doesn't need to swear, does he? Just he's just got that presence no. about. Just growls. Yeah, yeah, that's what you have to do. Huh? <laughs> who who won the battles in training between the two of you? Uh, we used to go like quite quite calm in training, me and him. But but I remember playing Luton. We played Luton. Um, somewhere, I might be in West Brom, and he was set a half, and I scored. But I turned him, and he tried to do us. And, he, and he, the first time I first time I saw him, uh, he, he mentioned it. Because he, he walks straight up to us. You know, he's, you know, he's my size, but like obviously twice. Yeah. And he's walked straight up to us. This is when I first sat at Derby. And he's walked straight up to us. And I went, oh, God, here we go. It's going to kick off this. <laughs> so I was like, oh, standing ground, standing ground, you know, like new boy, you know, playground. <laughs> he's gone right at me face. And he's gone, Steve, if, anything, if, if me or my family can do anything for you, let me know. It's great to have you here. And he went, oh, really? I know he started crying, Mark. I was like, oh, Jesus and that is, And that was his first words to you? That's the first word. That's the first thing I, 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 I swore, man. That's the first wow. thing I So it was, uh, that's the kind of blow. He wasn't from there, just kept in touch with him. Excellent. 
Wow. Lovely. Well, well, out of interest, um, what were the first words that Marv said to you? Who <laughs> <Still> you? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are you? Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I thought I actually obviously I'm all jokes inside now. I thought he was a new apprentice. I said, Can you get my boots done? I said, Can you No. <laughs> yeah. I I I, I you, it was from Northampton you came, wasn't it? You you came from yeah, Northampton. And it was the first time I can remember that um, we had a proper, proper, not disrespected any of the other, like, Luton players who we had at the time. But we, had, we didn't have a focal point for our, of us as a striker. And how we had come in, and I remember it was the case where they, I said, because I'm all about, obviously, goals. And I said, and it was, it was, how many goals has he scored last year? I went, oh, yeah, his record is, his top is is nine. I went, no, 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 no. I mean... Is is total, not nine. So I thought, all right, he come in and um and it, and it, it was a little bit slow, wasn't it? Need to get your first goal. I don't know when oh, your first goal. Where did your first goal come? First goal. Do you remember? It was a home because well, it's because it's well, it's probably the most memorable match of Luton Town of my Luton Town career. After that, it was the York game. That wasn't your first goal, was it? No, that was after that York game. So oh, that's oh yeah, the penalty. What's your most memorable game for Luton Town? I'll be like, you know, I'm, I'm suppose I'm pretty sure you'll have people on here and they go, oh, but I scored there, I scored there, I scored there. It's yeah. when I missed the two penalties. <laughs> that's my most memorable game for Luton. I know, no, no, listen, you brought it up now, so I'm going to actually, I mean, I'm, I know that like, the Luton fans know about it, but it was very interesting because you was like, so desperate for your first goal. And we, I mean, we wanted you to get your first goal as well to get you up and running. And um, we get the penalty, and I, I think it was Skelts is on the penalty. When he Skelts was on the, meant to be taking the penalty. I think it was, uh, I think it was Skelts. And so uh, there's it was Skelts, myself, Nico, and yourself, and like the four of us. And it's like, okay, PK, come on, Skelts. I'm taking it. Let me go to I'm taking it. All right. Well, go on. Let, let's let, let, let Scales go. I said, I'm taking it. And like, okay, let him have it. Let him have it. Let him have it. Okay, let him have it. I don't want to get elbowed or punched like later on. Let him, let him have it. Come on. Let, come on. Let, him have it. let him have it. So anyway. Okay. He's missed. All right. Let's go. Can't miss. Okay, don't worry. Like, you, 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 you blast it. I didn't miss. Keep it safe. It's still saved. <laughs> oh, sorry. The keeper saved That's it. Okay, not... you didn't. You, yeah. you hit the target, and the keeper saved it. You're right. <laughs> but yeah. I'm being serious now. Are you trying yeah. to tell me? This is my age. There was two penalties you missed in that game. Yeah. I thought there was only one. Honestly, I, I thought there was only one. I missed the penalty, and then right. Nick, I Nico coming up with us because it got retaken. So Nico came up with us. Yeah, I thought. Because I'm taking. I'm taking it. I says no, you're not. He says I'm having it again. And I put it the other way. And the keeper went the other way and saved that as well. I forgot. I, mean, I've just, I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah. So and then, because I was obviously desperate to score. And do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you want to make a name for yourself early doors and you, you think a penalty is an easy way to do it. Yeah. Uh, and I certainly made a name for myself. I, and then uh, I missed it. 
and then um, and then I just I lost my head. My head went. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got dragged. I got taken off. And uh, uh, Joe, Joe didn't even look at us. Joe Kennedy didn't even look at us. I was like, oh Jesus. And Mick went, get yourself in the Mick Arthur went, get yourself in the dressing room now. Oh Jesus. And then and then I thought, oh my god, I'm gonna get sacked. That's one of the impressions I've made here. And then obviously it was uh, and then Joe got us in his room about a week well, about two days later and said, let everybody calm down. Uh, just get up, just just get on with it. But I want to give you two weeks. Two weeks. I'm not going to play for two weeks. Let it calm down. And that was the good thing about Joe. Actually, my relationship with Joe. So he says that everybody calm down. Two weeks, and then I played the game, scored, and I wanted to score 23, 24 goals. Exactly. So my management as well. Great man management. Great man management. He went from nine goals to 23. Bang! Just like that. Yeah. Like that. Wow. Well, it took us a while. Though. It took us a while. I think it was. When was the York game? It was probably what October time ish. Oh, yeah, it was early yeah. October. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was then, and then obviously then I just kicked on from there. So, so obviously blessing the disguise, missed them two penalties, but it was two penalties, Mark. Yeah, thanks. Two, two, two. I mean, I mean, I think I, I, I thought the, the second one, I must have been walking off. I said, look, I mean, his legs gone. I'm, 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 look, I'm, I'm walking off the other direction. I didn't get, get him off, get him off, get him off. Because I remember the game Hills, Hills does out of it because he scored one right at the top. He launched one for yes, a That's right. So that's right. Hills. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, so you see, you, so you, uh, see how clever he's got now, Andrew, because he, he obviously brought that question or that situation into the conversation really early. Look, he's learning. He's, he's, lear he's learned a lot. Well done, big man. Well done. I like that. I like that. He brought that round really early. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> right, were we? Um, centre, centre back. I don't centre half. Yeah, another centre half. He's still playing now. Just um, was it not first? He was actually he captained uh, a winning Premier League side. Centre half. He's a first centre half. Still playing now. Just no. I was going to say, no, sure. Go on, Andrew. You, you've been flat on five. Is on. Wes Morgan still at Wes Leicester Morgan. or has he gone to, has he gone to Forest? Yeah. You're getting battered, Mark. Wes Morgan. I am getting battered. He's gone to Forest, is he? Is that no, what no, he's yeah, gone to Forest? He's at Forest, then he went to Leicester. And then oh, he, right, he, right, right, right. I know. I'm, I'm getting battered today. Andrew's on fire. Wes Morgan. Oh, yeah, wow, Wes that. Morgan. It's, I told you, it's my son. It's my son because he's obsessed with Leicester. I can't help but all I hear is bloody Leicester players. Leicester, Leicester, Leicester. He's got Vardy on the back of his shirt. It's ridiculous. Great player he is. Good player he is. He's, well, he, he got the number. I left, he, he joined. So what a bad sign that was, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so where's Morgan? Was it, what, what, again, similar to Darren Moore? Or what, I mean, what was his Moore, main attributes? Didn't leave anything. He's a bit like you. Didn't leave anything on. Like it was all on the pitch. Walked off the pitch. He was that. He was that kind of bloke. You know what I mean? Just give it all. Uh, there was you couldn't get anything out of him. He was just he gave his lot. So right. he was just. And I used to. It was one of the players when we used to play at Forest. When he was at Forest, he used to think one of the team sheets. You just think, oh jeez, I'm playing against him today. And that was. The, and then he joined. So it was. Uh, it was brilliant. 
It was great. What's your thinking behind going for two? I wouldn't say they're, they're not well known for ball carrying central no. backs. Or are you much more kind of just get rid of the thing and let me do my job up the other end of the pitch? I'd rather, I'd rather be right back and left back did that than be two centre halves. Yep. So, like, you know, like, obviously, from if I was obviously if I was a manager, I'd want me full backs to split and get them get the ball, not the two centre halves. I'd want me centre halves playing, I would just want them defending. So, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So, do you run your philosophy like Mark with the, with the, with the girls are over there? What do you do then? Is that the split? Oh, listen, if, if my centre-back for my girls is not doing Cruyff to get herself out of trouble, I'll take her off. I said, I really encourage them. I said, like, if, if they are at the back and, and it's on the ground and it's not yeah. bouncing, I said to them, play your way out, play your way out. Don't be like booting the ball as they play your way out. But if it's bouncing and you're in the, in the in our box and you're in the final third, obviously clear your lines. I said clear your lines. But um, I mean, I try not to. Because um, I, I mean, you, well, listen, you know what I'm like. I, I mean, I, I was like a, um, a centre back come like left winger, really. I mean, my DNA inside me, I was just like a left winger. I just, I just couldn't help it. It's like I, I wanted to dribble, uh, and it, and that was always going to be in with me. So I mean, as time came on, I got obviously a lot of it more experienced but yeah I mean I would like if I if I had a choice I'd rather have a Rio Ferdinand someone who could play rather than and, and have someone alongside him like a, a Wes Morgan or someone who would do I think ever for me it'd be a combination of both you could have two ball players well, when I played when I played Man United at Derby there was Ferdinand and Vidic yeah. There's your, there's your chocolate cheese, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you could, but the way you've done it, you could, that could work. I mean, yeah, again, like you said, you just want them to defend. So yeah. at the end of the day, you know, just head and clear the ball. But I don't think you could have two like nice guys because oh my gosh, you you'll have them for breakfast, wouldn't you? If you if you saw two like like ball playing fannies on the on the, on the team sheet, you'd be like. Oh, yeah. hatchet today! Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> would. Yeah, absolutely. He would. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, left back. Left back. You might play for England a few times. Left back. West Ham, Liverpool. Uh, oh, it, doesn't, oh no. it doesn't sound English. Love it. Andrew, you got it. You're on fire. I haven't got a clue. West Ham, uh, England. Is it the oh, what's his name? The guy who um, is that the guy who Hodgson signed when he was at Liverpool as well? Koch, 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 what's his name? Koncheski? Yes. Oh, oh my god! I'm getting battered. I know. I'm, I know. Well, Koncheski, yes. He was. Uh, he was. He was. He was best like you, Marv. He was a player. He was just a left left back. <laughs> He was fifth. He's still up to play now. I mean, I think he's four years old. He's still playing now. Really? Yeah. But he was defending. He was just, he was going to play at country. Really. He was at Chelton as well. Was he at Chelton? He could play at Chelton. He spent a lot of time at Fulham, didn't he? He was a lot of time at Fulham. Yeah, That's at where, because Hodgson had him at Fulham and then he took him with him up to uh, Anfield. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But just, a, a, you know, when he, I remember when he came in, he was just, I was thinking, oh, God, he's conch. But he was just like, he was just like one of the lads. Just came in, just 
I thought, all right, how are we doing? Bloody fella. Bump. As soon as the pitch came on, he was just an animal. Wow. He was just flat out. And the only reason why I think he didn't play for England that many times is because of uh, Ashley Cole. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah, good back four. It is. I will say we're all Leicester. Uh, are they? Oh, yeah. They are. Well, they are. You're right. Yeah. Wow. So far, uh, you play with all these players at Leicester, which is quite interesting. Darren Miller, but get, but, but, oh, Darren. Do you not? Darren Miller, Darren's a Oh, sorry. Sorry. I apologise, Darren. Yes. Sorry, Steve. Sorry. Well spotted, Bet. I mean, Steve. There you go. Awesome. All right. Well, what I'll say is, um, we'll just pause it there. Um, so, thanks very much. That's the end of part one to our Stephen Howard podcast. And then coming back after part two, um, we'll have the rest of um, Steve's strike force and where the attacking flair will hopefully come through. Thank you to Glen Eden Plant Cells for sponsoring this episode of My Best Eleven Pod. Glen Eden Plant Cells are based in Bedford, England and specialise in selling and buying plant equipment machinery used or brand new. They can be found at www.glenedenplant.com which is spelled G-L-E-N-E-D-E-N plant.com. Thank you. Awesome. So thanks very much. Back for part two. We've still got Steve Howard here, who is um, going through his start 11. So far, we have Casper Schmeichel, Nobby Solano, Darren Moore, Wes Morgan, and Paul Koncheski. We're on to the four midfielders now, um, and hopefully we'll get a few more funny stories, like um, Steve Howard nearly getting a sack from the fridge. Um, when he was there. I will ask you one question right now. I've heard this story from Marv, and I'm going to put Marv on the spot right now. Um, there, was a, there, there was a story that was said by Marv about um, when you boys were away in a hotel and you had a camcorder, you and Nico, Marv, and apparently Howie did not want anything to do with this video that you were recording. <laughs> Howie, do you want to explain what happened there or Marv, either one of you I'm putting you two on the spot to open up the second part well, you, you, you take it Marv because it was, it was you, I remember just opening the door and I had a camera in me please <laughs> <laughs> so it was um, Swansea wasn't it, Swansea away and yeah. we had gone up the night before and um, myself and Nico and well, I had the camera and I said Nico why don't we, why don't we just go round and interview the lads and say highs and lows for the season. And so we're going around the different rooms and knocking the doors and, and we said, okay, let's go. We used, um, you and Embo, was it? Yeah, Embo was rooming together. Yeah, Embo, right? and, and so we knocked the door and, and the strange thing was like, you just like, you open the door and we're like, yeah, we're in, we're in, we're in, we're in, we're in. And we've got <laughs> highs and lows of the season, like basically like literally the camera in his face. And it was, <laughs> it was a case where Highs. I can't remember what you're saying, but you're he's like he's like, like moving around, like dancing and thinking what he's gonna say. And then my highs, like whatever it was, scoring goals and getting promoted. And then I come back straight away. I've gone for Howie. How close was you to getting the sack when you when you defied all orders and you took that? <laughs> and he went and he went about this close and you threw his shirt on top of the camera and he got the camera out. We just started laughing, but no, it, and it is, it is hilarious actually. And now, look, many years later, now I'm now talking to you on this on this podcast about obviously the very thing what we was interviewing about. It's it funny. I didn't know you were doing it. I didn't realise you were doing it. I knew it. You just <laughs> on the door, you know, you think, well, the lads is going to come in. Yeah, you just 
you know, I think I was in boxer shorts at the time. I was like, what? All right, what the? It was a big camera space. Like, <laughs> so I was like, oh, bloody hell. So he's, uh, he's asking us all these questions and then obviously the uh, highs and lows. And I, was, I, I remember being there about five or six lads in the ring at the time. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was you, Nicko, Embo, like Robbo was there, was he? So no, I don't think he was, but I remember, I remember Embo, because we did Embo, Embo was on the bed, lying on the bed, I don't know if you remember, and he was yeah. like, he had a, some Jaffa cakes or something in his hand, or well, someone threw something in it, and, and he caught them straight away, didn't he? He goes, you get that, you get that, you Yeah, he got that, and he said, I'm, and the highs, we said highs and lows of the, the season, and he said that, the, um, the highs were like getting promoted and all that stuff. <laughs> and he said, we said the lows, he goes, there's not enough food on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> he's always got told me he's always eating. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Glass, can I follow that question up a little bit more? What happened when you went downstairs to see Joe Kinnear and Mick Arthur, Mick, uh, Marv? Weren't they downstairs in the well, bar? Yeah, yeah. Well, that I prefer. I thought Nico would Nico would have been a bit more. I mean, I don't know because Nico was younger than me. But I, I said, "Come on, let's go into the fridge. Let's go into the fridge." He went, "No, no, 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 no." I went, "Come on, it'd be fine." So I've gone bowling over to like there's um, Joe, Mick, Steeny, and the chairman at the time, um, Watson Chalice. And so I've gone to the the gaffer, gaffer, highs and lows of the season, and he's gone. You know what? Um, the fridge was like. Uh, he was like really quite sharp and quite funny. He was yeah, gone. Right. The highs were seeing Marvin Johnson play two games together on the trot. And I went, <laughs> and I, I come back at him straight away. Yeah, but Gaffer, but wasn't it true? He came on and you said, Jono, go and save my job. Hartlepool at home. Was that, was that not the high of the season? I saved your job. He went, huh, huh, huh. no, probably your high. Not mine, Marvin. <laughs> and it was funny because he was like, it was like, it's bang on. He was straight in there, like seeing Marvin play two games on the trot and not being injured. But I, it was funny. It was, it was, it was a good. When he fell asleep on the bus and we cut his tie. No, no. He fell asleep. You know, oh, red wine. And you know, you know what? To be fair, like he, he was, he was quite firm. Like you said, in the way how he handled you, the man management, to yeah. like say, look, just let things settle down. But at the same time, he was. He loved a joke, didn't he? He didn't mind having having a bit of the banter and stuff, and that's what made I think a little bit about the time when he was there. A lot of people thought, oh, you know, joking here, he's 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 past it, he's this and that. But he really was had the big connection between him and Mick, how they worked together, sort of thing. It was brilliant. They just dovetailed perfectly, that too. Yeah, brilliant. I remember well, one of one of them were joking here. I think we, you know, we used to draft in the training ground. And when it was about 10 o'clock, it was about 10 o'clock, and he's gone, uh, uh, Mick's come down, he says, uh, do you want to see it? I was like, all right, kid. He says, well, it's 10 o'clock, we need to leave. And he says, no, no, I'll come down, just go see him. So I've gone upstairs. Um, he's gone, sit down, big man, sit down, sit down, sit down. So I've sat down, and he's, he's you know, he's desperate, isn't that? Yeah. He's got, he's got the drawer, opened the drawer, got two glasses out. I mean, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Two glasses out, bottle of red wine, and went, do you want one? I went, do I want one? Do you want, we, I'm going to train in a minute. He went, no, no, you're not training today. I need to talk to you about this. 
and he, he poured two glasses of red wine and I was like, is this a test? So I'd like do these tactics on the board. This is how I want you to play tomorrow uh, on, on Saturday and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, oh my God. So I didn't train that day. So I think it was a, th- I think it was a Thursday and then Friday we played and then Saturday I think we'll, I think we'll beat somebody three or four nil. So it was that kind of, that's the way he was that, but he just didn't, he, he wasn't bothered about how his methods were, they just they worked for me because I was like, I felt as though I was a, like a man's man anyway. So it just worked for him. So it was, yeah. uh, he was I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. So did, what, did, did, so did you leave the wine? I left the wine there. I left it. And you know, oh, I left the wine. I was like, get out, get out. <laughs> uh, there you go. Awesome. So we'll move on to midfield. I'm sure we'll go through a few more, <laughs> a few more comical conversations. Uh, so right, right midfield um, or winger? Are you playing wingers, right midfield, and then right or left? Wingers. Which one you want to start with? I'm, I'm playing wingers. I'm going out now. Wingers. Yeah. Is that to wingers. provide you you a bit of service? Absolutely. That's what. Uh, yeah. I always loved playing with wingers throughout my career. Any time wingers, Joe. We just mentioned Joe there, but I remember a little Bertie. He used to pull a little bird and say, when you lift your head, don't look for anybody, just stick it on Stevie Allen's head. And that's what he did. And that's, that's that, that, well, for me, and that's why I think I scored so many goals on Luton, because people like Bertie just, well, there you go, have that. So it was one of them. But um, me, I would say me left, the, the left winger, uh, England international. Uh, um, he was, you could, you could really play him up front as well, but he was a good winger as well. Um, in an international Villa, he was he was brilliant at Villa. Started at Villa, and then he, he was he was brilliant at Man City. Man City, Andrew, you got. I think I'm useless today. Useless. Where did you Absolutely. play with him? Oh, would you believe I played Leicester with him again? Oh, that goes out. I was going to say Darius Vassell, but he would. Darius Vassell. Oh, really? Yeah, Darius Vassell. Oh, you're on fire, Andrew! Absolutely kicking my butt. Yeah. He's hell? probably he's probably he's probably the best one of the best players in this team. Yeah, I mean, he was very yeah. very underrated. I remember he played for, oh. for Ericsson. Talk about Sven Goran Ericsson earlier. I remember he played for him yeah. a number of times for England. Well, he, he, I mean, I mean, uh, Therese, he played twenty good golfer as well. So played golf for them a lot. Um, he only played for England twenty two times and obviously got injured. But if he hadn't got injured, he would have been forties fifties. Because he got a lot, of, he got a lot of stick though, Howie, didn't he? I mean, I mean, again, so it's good that I mean, you, you, you're you're talking about him. You've picked him in your team, but I mean, from the outset, it was a case of like, oh look, Mazel's playing. He hasn't really. I mean, it's just quick. Everyone used to think that's it. All he's got is is his speed. So you're saying, what else? I mean, did he bring to the game? I mean, that was he was one of them players. I mean. He, he, did, he didn't play a lot because obviously he was, he was a bit wary with his injuries, you know, because obviously he popped his knee. But he was one of them guys where he just got the ball and gave him it. And said, right, get on with it. If you were a midfield player, you'd just give him the ball. Say, right, go on, Darius, where you go. And I'd just be flying in the box, wait for him to do his little thing, his little step overs and all sorts, and get past the lad and pick him. Well, like I said, again, he could, he could, he could play up front. So he was that, he was that yeah. Because he was that quick. Yeah. So, yeah. I think he spent most of his time at Villa up front. I remember him more I as a striker. Yeah. I think he did. But uh, lovely fella. Again, nice fella. Like I said, I play golf with him all the time. So he's, uh, he's a lovely fella. Nice fella. 
What's that like? I mean, he, he went around in some of the Midlands clubs. Um, I think he might have had a bit of time at Birmingham, or am I mistaken there? He might have, but uh, no, you, so he might have. But and you moved around quite a few of those Midlands clubs yourselves in terms of Derby and Leicester. And um, I mean, how yeah. how does that go? Is that something that that follows you? Do they do they hate you for a few weeks until you start scoring from it, and then they quickly forget? Because football fans are fickle, very very well, fickle. As long as you do your job. Yeah. I mean, it was I, I was I was quite fortunate that way. Obviously, when I when I moved from Hartlepool down to Northampton. Um, I lived in Northampton and then I played obviously for Luton. So I didn't have to move, which was great. Um, so I was quite fortunate enough to I, I put my roots down in Northampton. And then, and then obviously I left Luton to, to Derby and I could do Derby to Northampton. I used to do it. And then I decided to move up. But it was, it was, it was I think it really benefited me that I didn't have to move house. So yeah. I stayed in Northampton for 10, 12 years. Playing, obviously, two different clubs, three different clubs at the end. So that was, uh, that was really helped my career because obviously the travel, because some of the lads like live in Manchester and play, you know, when I play for Leicester, some of the lads live in Manchester and they're doing it every day. When wow. you try to get up, you know, you've, you've been travelling for two hours. Yeah. It was like dry, you know, Richard Dry, he used to, he used to, he used to pick me up. Dry. But he was like, yeah, not for an hour and a half. Yeah. An hour and a half back. So you're talking, but, so. but the um, but the the rivalry obviously Derby was more it's Forest, isn't it? I mean Derby yeah. and Leicester. I know it's it's not like Derby Forest, but it's still a little bit of a rivalry. It's not like it, Luton and that team down the road who we won't mention. I mean <laughs> the rival the rivalry was 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 big, wasn't it? I mean so compare. I mean you you've played it. I mean I don't know. Um, do you, you played it. That team down the road, did you? Did you play in a game against that team down the road? What the? You, yes, the yellow one. Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. That's right, Sweeney. So, I mean, the first one, Sweeney scored the, the ping in the top right corner. Remember? Right. Was that a goal where, no, was, was that a game that was abandoned because the fans went on the pitch? Yes. We had to go off and come back on. Yeah. yeah. That's the only right. game. And that's the only game. I'll say this game. That's the only game I was on, the, I was on our 18-yard box shouting at Embo the keeper, and he couldn't hear us. And I was screaming at him. The Luton fans were that, Luton fans were that loud. That's never happened to me before. He couldn't hear us. I thought, <laughs> is he deaf? He just couldn't hear us. Because it was so loud. But, but it spilled over, didn't it? And we had to walk yeah. off. Yeah. So. What's that like but as I mean, a player for both of you two? I mean, is that scary? Or because you, you know it's Luton fans doing it in a way it's kind of not worrying because they're, they're on your side? Or what's it like? And have you had it have it happen... Maybe Marv playing a bit more in the 80s and stuff probably happened a bit more for you, Marv. I mean, for me, I mean, I've spoken about it before. I don't know if that was the only game that how he played in, which was the derby end. But for me, I just felt that, I mean, obviously we didn't win every single game we played against him. But I just felt every single game that I went into, the team I was with, I felt that we had the upper end and I felt we were going to win. And um, the supporters just behind. I just feel that we are more stronger mentally, physically, in, in all departments. Even though the result might not have been our way, it felt that way every time I walked into the field regarding the, the supporters and everything. It just felt totally, totally, totally like different to what any other. I mean, how he's played, obviously, in the and then the Forest and Dar and Derby um, fixtures. I mean, for me, I've said it before. There's 
Everton, Liverpool, there's the Manchester derby, and of course it's not as big as them. But I, I tell you now, the passion is very much still the same for those Luton fans. Mm. Yeah, I mean that that game where it spilled over was it's one when you see it when you see it happen, you, you get a bit like panicky and think, oh god, what's happening here? And then you and then it gets you thinking, look at the passion there, Sean, and you're trying to do it on the pitch. Yeah. You just lift, you lift, you lift at me. Yeah. And was, I remember the referee going, we have to get off. I went, no, no, I'll just I'll watch this. I'll pull about that. I'll get more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was brutal. Great watch. So there you go. Do not Luton fans do not do that the whole season. Oh, yeah, yeah. Steve is not encouraging fans to to get players. <laughs> really, <laughs> please don't do this. <laughs> so on your right wing, we'll move on before we get <laughs> on yeah. the right wing. Right wing was um, a lot of play with a Luton. Ooh, got a mouth. Berkovic. West Ham. Oh, no. West Ham. Oh, yeah. Yeah. West Ham. Berko came from Leighton Orient, didn't he? Berko came from Leighton Orient. I didn't know. Yeah. And where else did he go? Where did he go? Where else did he go? He was a youngish lad when I was there, but he was, uh, he was, he was, he was really brilliant. But he played, a, I mean, only one I can think of was on the left wing, though, um, Matty Taylor. Well, well well, you can swap the left or right wing. Okay, yeah, so uh, yeah, so yeah, true, true. But he's predominantly left footed, yeah. Yeah, totally left foot, yeah. <laughs> Go on, Marv. Is it Matty Taylor? Matty Taylor. Matty Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matty Taylor. Okay. And then, well, obviously, Marv knows about him, I do, Andrew. It's, he was brilliant, wasn't he? And it just showed him yeah. his career. He kicked on, kicked on, yeah. kicked on. Um, I don't think I played against. I don't think I played with a winger as good as him. Um, and what he used to do is just bomb on and just whip. But he used to score goals as well, can he? Yeah, he can hit a ball. Can he? Can hit a ball. The might score must have been a forty-five yard. It was one of them. Oh, he scored again. Yeah. So yeah. The might have So and then and a lovely fella around Yeah. So. What's it, what's it like? Is, it, is that what you love? You just love having wingers who will just put the ball on top of your head? Um, is, well, that, is that what you dream for? And, and kind of that's... that's... I mean, that, was, that was my game, you know what I mean? That was my pull the player, lay it off, you know, let the winger fly on, me get the box, cross, or pull. Yeah. So that's what... Uh, and then towards the obviously towards the end of my career, I had to slightly change it because, as Mark mentioned then, you want everybody to play, 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 play. So I slightly adapted my game a little bit. But I, I, loved, I loved just a winger going flying down the wing, putting the ball up and me trying to knock out you know, three or four centre-halves in the keeper and put it in the back of the net. You had so much but success yeah. doing it. How many, I mean, how many times were you promoted in your career? Must, must have been, I can't five or six? I think it, was, it could have been one, two, three, four... I think it was five, I think it was. I think it was five. Just run through them. Who have you got promoted with? So, Luton twice. Luton twice. Uh, Derby. Um, Leicester. Leicester from League One, the, the championship. Uh, twice, three, probably four times. Four times promotion. Were you not there at Leicester when they got promoted again? 
or do you left to go back no, to? We played Cardiff in the playoff final. Do you remember that? I don't know if you remember. It was on Sky the other day. You know what? We played less than that. Um, it went a penalty shootout, and the French lad Kermagant he shot the ball for the penalty, and they couldn't save it. It was one of them where you like, he had the hardest shot right in football I've ever seen. And he goes, <laughs> you like, ah. so I didn't uh, I didn't really see much after the game. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so four times under there, four four times, and then um, missed out a couple of times, but this was. What's it like? Would you prefer to get promoted? Um, through the season or through the playoffs? If you could choose it, if you could, if you could guarantee what would happen, you'd absolutely 100% see it playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I'd, I'd agree with that. It's just, yeah, 100%. Is, is that just for I Wembley mean, or what is it? <clears throat> for, for, for me, it was just the whole, I suppose, get to play at Wembley. You know, that was a, you know, that was a, I was, a, I was a kid, you know, non-league club, working for a living. I didn't think I'd ever play at Wembley. And then obviously I started playing at Wembley, which was, you know, jeez, I'm going to play at Wembley. But to, to play at Wembley and win, it's just, that feeling there is just amazing. Especially when it's full. When it's full and yeah. you lift that chunk. What about you, Marv? Yeah. I mean, I didn't, funny enough, we spoke about this the other day. I haven't played in, I played at Wembley, but... We didn't play. I haven't played in a playoff final. We the, the, the year we could have done it was when Lenny Lawrence was manager, and we were like killing the league, um, and we ended up finishing third. And we played Crew in the playoffs, and we had that season beat them six 0 at home in one of the games, and we had gone to to Crew in the first away fixture and lost two one come back to Kenilworth Road on the night you know Kenilworth Road is, as you know is like one of those grounds where it can be very intimidating for the away team and the, the atmosphere was really like up through the roof and so we went 1-0 up and 2-0 up and um, I think within 10-15 minutes Delhi Alibola and if you remember him as centre forward he like popped up and scored two goals and um, the rest was like they went to play Brentford in the final and we were out it was like just like that so, yeah, I mean, I think like you just said there, it would be a nice way would be through the playoffs, in my opinion, yeah. I mean, because like, we've got, obviously I got, did that with Derby, but when Leicester we won the league, I think we got relegated, we bounced straight back and we basically walked the league. And it was, I mean, it didn't get us wrong, it was, it was a good feeling winning the, winning the league, but we absolutely walked it. And at the end, right. it was just like, oh, we won the league. We're always going to win the league. So, Whereas the playoffs, you don't know if you're going to, I suppose it's exciting enough not knowing if you're going to win or you're not going to win. So, well, right. interesting. Just, just quick, go on, just quickly before you go, what, what, what age did you retire, Steve? What age was you? 37 I was, just before my 30th birthday. Yeah. So, I, did, I didn't, I didn't realise, you mean, you played like, I do research, as you see, I do research, 703 games. That's a hell of a lot of games, you know. 703 games. I think it was more than that, mate. Uh, what was it? Seven. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I played like, I mean, I played 400. I know there's one club, but like 700. I'm thinking, wow, I didn't realise that. I'll never, if someone said to me, Steve Howard has played 300, 
500 or 700 games. I would never have gone 700. I thought, oh, that's no way. No way. 700. Seven, yeah, I was never injured though, was I? Really? Uh, which, was, I mean, again, which, yeah, which is good for me because normally, you mean, because then you're, you're a big man, but it doesn't matter. You're still going in where it hurts and you're going to get the odd, you're going to take your fair share of wax, as you know. So yeah. for you not to be injured, that's unbelievable over those over those seasons of what, how many games you played was fantastic. Then what was it? What was your worst injury? My Achilles. I snapped my Achilles tendon. It, yeah, and I was out for a whole year of that. So, I mean, and then I had the, the niggling hamstrings and stuff like that. But I mean, your worst injury was what? You hangover? Uh, sweet me, honey. <laughs> 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 That's one thing I do not get out of as we jump there, which, which my wife eats as well. But there you go. Probably uh, uh, tweaked, tweaked me, Harry, and I was off for three weeks. That's and that was it. Three weeks. Three weeks, bro. Wow. Yeah. So, so was, uh, your longest period, or almost your longest period out of the team, was because you missed two penalties. It was almost as long as any injury you've ever had. Cheers for bringing that back up, Andrew, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you chose to bring it up at the start of the podcast, therefore I thought I'd just, yeah. you should have waited until the end. Just to put the bit, yeah, but obviously not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so probably... Three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. Wow. wow. What's the key to it? Is there any key or is it a bit of luck or well, is it conditioning? Yeah, that's surely not conditioning. I don't know. Well... As Marv knows, yours, I think there's only, there must be only about 10 games of the season you play and you feel all right. The rest of the time you're carrying some kind of knock. No. I always carried knocks. But I just didn't, like the, the players, me and Marv, were, you just, you just got on with them. You didn't complain about them. But I remember the physio, I remember the physio at Leicester when I was there, obviously I was less than five years. I remember going down, every time I went down on the pitch, the physio, I used to look over and the physio just sat there. He didn't get up. And he was like, I'm not going on to you. I know you'll get up. And I was always like, <laughs> well, I, I shouldn't have really got up. But I got up. So I just got up. So it was one of them. Uh, yeah. I didn't like being injured because it was too hard. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? It's crazy. You used to run your big gangs up. You know what I mean? You used to be like, yeah. So, and, that's, and, that's, and, that, and that's how it should be. You, 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 sh- yeah. you shouldn't want to be injured. You should be thinking, you know, I don't want to be injured because I've got to do like this and that up and down. You have two um, two shifts come in the morning before all the lads start training. Then they go home. Then you're out in the afternoon. Then like, it's just like, yeah. But I played play with a few lads who enjoyed that, being injured. And I just thought, especially from an early age, when I was at Northampton, there was a couple of lads there who were, who were injured and kept getting injured. But it was quite easy for them because they didn't have to play on a Saturday. They just they're trained and all that. Stuff. I just thought, nah, something to do it. Nah. Who was the laziest trainer you ever played with? Marv. <laughs> <laughs> I was I kind of I was a centre forward. Love it. I, I said, yeah, I was a centre forward. He's only player. He's only only player. You know when you train, he doesn't play his position. He just went up front. He, he went <laughs> It's true. It's true. In my DNA, I thought I, was a, I thought I was a centre forward. In a, in, my, in a past life, I was just thinking, why? Why have they done this? Why have they put me in this body as a defender? I'm not a defender. I'm a creator. Come on, please use me. 
do my strengths. Yeah, I've just yeah, got yeah. images of you two out on the pitch and you're going, Steve, you're going, Jesus, where the hell did you come from, Marv? Get me <laughs> more post the bloody beer. Yeah. All, all the way training, he was up front. I thought me and him playing up front. And then all of a sudden he's like, I don't know. I have a little twinkle toe. Speaking of which, he's little twinkle toes with your right foot. Right foot, the hearty foot, the hearty foot. Just little, just guiding it into the right hand corner. And that, yeah. and that was, and that was coming off the bench, cold. I was, I mean, that, yeah. that, that went. I'm not, I didn't have too many touches in the ball, but I thought, you know what, I can do this. I can take this. Have you seen that, Andrew? Have you seen that goal? Yeah, I have many a time. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's fantastic yeah. finish. Fantastic finish. But, 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 but I always talk about this, Ali. But like, there was seven. It's a seven-man move. That, I mean, it's not, I'm not just talking about the finish. Did you, did you see the start of the goal from the start? From the, it started from Bayless. Bells, right? The ball got cleared from them. He brought it down on his knee. And you know what Bells like? When Bells come, yeah. he used to like head, kick, punch the ball away. I mean, he's panic. But now, all of a sudden now, being a Luton player, he's now bringing the ball down, brought it down on his knee at like, the right back position, played it out wide. And I think it was to Boise. And then Boise's played it inside. And then it's coming to you, right? You control it. You've it out to the Springy. Springy's then played it out to me. I've now laid the ball into um, 40 yarders in the box. No, sorry, I've cut back, played Springy, and Springy's played into 40 yarders, and I've carried them running, and 40 yarders has laid it off. It's about seven man move. Honestly, it's my, yeah. it's one of my favourite goals. I mean, I didn't score that I many, but like, I like remember, like little bat. It's just you and your right, your right foot because it was obviously your right foot. Well, it was always yeah, your left. No, but, yeah. no, but it's seven man move. About seven of those. But it was, it was a great goal. Honestly, it was a great goal. Really good goal. To be fair, but what a team we were about. Do this podcast and all that. And I was, I thought, all right, I'll just start remembering stuff. And what a team we were, by the way. We were a great team. Andrew, it was what, one of them about... we, we just knew what everybody was doing. You know, I've never, I don't think I've ever, ever played in a team like that where I knew exactly what he would do, exactly what he would do, exactly what he would do. And that's why I was. Um, I, I, I watched probably every game that season. It was when I was. I was still at sick form, so I was in and out of doing bits and pieces and not able to get to all the games and stuff working. But ah, oh, it was incredible to watch. And yeah, the way that they, the reason why Loon did so well, I think, in that four or five year period, the team didn't change. No. He, he, he maybe put a couple of, and obviously, considering the wholesale debacle that happened um, regarding Joe Kinnear and then Mike Newell and, and the whole farce that happened with the ownership, it was incredible yeah. how they managed to keep hold of the whole team, and it just kept on going and going and going. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I, I, I remember playing golf with... It was me, Mick, Steeny, and Andy King. Um, and, and I remember Andy King coming up and going, uh, Steve, hold on, I've, I've asked Mick, I've asked Steeny, why, 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 why are you so good? Why is, why is the team so good? And, and Mick says, oh, because, you, because we've been together for so long. And I says, it's because of the characters we've got the team, uh, we know exactly what each other's going to do. And you can rely on it. You, 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 I trusted my teammates on a pitch. Not off the pitch, I didn't. Absolutely. I think that's why we're just, we're just, we just did it. We're just, we're just, we're a bit, one big family. And that was, that was, I've never had that before. Well, after, and that was why I think it was so successful. Because, no, you know, no, no, it's about it. I'm telling you now, if we hadn't have sold everybody and say, like, 
that era when I left the derby, if we had a steed, I think we finished, I think we finished 10th, I think it was 10th in the championship. We were flying at one stage. And obviously we got relegated, that, you know, because everybody left. But if he had kept that team, we would have kicked, we would have kicked on big time. And you know what? I think it was a few people like saying, well, Luton Town, they can't be up there. They can't be up there. And we all thought, oh, no, I'll show you. And that yeah. was the kind of mentality we had. And I just, and I, I, I always feel sad when I think about that every leaving because it was, uh, we had a right chance there to get at least the playoffs. So, but we didn't do it. Definitely, definitely. That was a great team. And then, and then you think about, obviously, all those FA Cup games as well around that yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. The Liverpool as well. The Liverpool sticks in my mind, so... Yeah, yeah, great games. We'll move on to central midfield. Central midfield, player that you probably, I mean, this is going to be a toughie for you, but yeah, you probably will. Uh, Southampton. Marv, Marv won't get it. <laughs> no, I've been struggling today. Southampton. Too, too early for Marv. Uh, <laughs> he's um, playing the Premier League at Southampton. Um, he was my captain at Derby and my captain at Leicester. Southampton was played with, was, he played with uh, yeah, Southampton probably Southampton he's, he's noted for he played in the Premier League for, for ages. Andrew, you got it. I haven't got a clue. I've been poor today. It's been too early. <laughs> Get that coffee in you. Too early. It's bloody eleven. <laughs> it's eleven o'clock at night here. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> What, you're sucking there, Don Perignon? <laughs> no, I'm still waiting for my bottle. I, I see that Andrew, I told you to bring that up. Andrew, I told you to bring that up. I brought the bottle first person, I, I, me a little boy, first, obviously my first child, and he turned around a, a couple of days, well, it was about two days later, it's pulled up a driver, bottle of Don Perignon. Awesome. Oh. First person that's ever bought a bottle of Don Perignon. Beautiful. What a, what a guy. What a lovely guy. Eddie, Eddie. And look how he's changed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. I can't. I mean, let's get back to your midfielder. I'm thinking, I, can't, I haven't got a clue. You have to tell us. Go on. You have to tell uh, us. Matt Oak. Matt Oak. Yeah. Matt Oak. He's, my, he's my captain at Derby. He's my captain at Leicester as well. So he's probably my captain for five, six, seven years. Wow. And he was in there because I was in two minds. Well, put him or Nickel. Ooh, close, close. Both, well, for, the, yeah. both for their captaincy, yeah. both for their captaincy and leadership. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicko was probably up there with one of my best captains he had. Nicko, he was just about Mark. I was all about his good, you know, mm. but Nicko was just he was he was he was Nicko. Wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> what you see, what was, he was Nicko. So, yeah, yeah. So what was um? So what Oakley? What's he like as a yeah. as a player? What's he is he? Um, what what did you like about him? Yeah, he was a proper player. Player. Um, he was one of them where he he did a lot off the pitch, like Nico. Did a lot. He wasn't as crazy as Nico, but he was there. <laughs> <laughs> he did a lot, a lot of stuff off the uh, off the pitch for the lads to make them settle in with the new lads and all that. So, so he was a captain, not only on the pitch, but he was a he was a he was a massive captain off the pitch. That's why that's why I put him in there because obviously I spent seven seven good years. With him. He got good mates from so he was, uh, he was he probably yeah. there. But, um, he's like one of those players where, like you said, he's at like Derby. He, is it Villa? Was it Villa? No, it's, no, it's Derby, Leicester, Derby, Leicester, Southampton. Sorry, and he's one of those players where 
I know who he is, and I mean, but like he's just one of those unsung players who just goes about his job. He's that good, but you don't notice him. Yeah, yeah. do you know what you I mean? Yeah, you'd have him in the team. Yes, he's not. He's not going to. When you look back at the team, you think, "Oh, yeah, my old." But he did a job. That's why he did a job. Yeah. Under. Yeah. So. yeah. Do you think he's more the type of player that players appreciate rather than fans? Pro- probably, I. Like, pro- probably good, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Probably because obviously, like Marv said, they he does stuff that we see players. Yeah. Obviously, the fans might not. Especially going to watch live games, especially also for armchair fans where they don't see all the other stuff off the screen and, and that type yeah. of thing. In terms of the management of the ship. And, now, awesome. So what, what type of thing, I mean, when you, was, he, was he captain when you came to Leicester? Or did he sign uh, after? So he was my captain at Derby. So yep. he, I signed for Derby, then he, he came and then they made him captain. And then I left Derby for Leicester. He came and then it was funny because it was, it was uh, Ian Holloway signed me for uh, Leicester and he said to me he says look he says, I'm looking for a centre midfield player and it was a time when Derby was, was, was on free fall really from the Prem um, and he just and I, I knew for a fact and wanted to get rid of him so I said to him all the way along I says just have a, have a chat with Matt Oakley see what you think so he had a chat with him anyway I, he came in signed him and um, he made him captain shooter Wow. Wow. Did you even think to bump the captain? He was that kind of guy. You, you know, you, he was a captain. What, and what was he like, Ollie Because I've heard some great stories about him. As, as, is he bonkers? Yeah, he's bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. I mean, I think this, we stayed at the, uh, uh, the, the uh, Calvin Manor. I think it was Calvin Manor we played. I think we played Cardiff or Swansea, one of the two. Uh, and we went, we went to like, uh, it was when we were struggling at the time. And we got relegated, actually, and then we bounced back. Um, but he said, uh, you know, you go for even me and off, and then obviously you, yeah. you have a bit crap and that, and then you go back to your room and I would just, you know, just chill out. Yeah. Well, he said, he said, I want to meet him after the evening meal. And I was like, well, you normally have that before, and then you can chill out, and then you really go. And he says, I want everybody in the, uh, in the squash court. And there's loads of squash courts. There's about five, six squash courts. I said, squash courts? Well, I don't know. I'm just going to sit down. He's going to do some on the wall or something. I don't know. So I've walked through, we've walked through, because Matty's gone first, Matty Oakley's the captain, he's gone first, I've gone second, and you've got Ollie, Ga- our gaffer, standing there in the squash course with um, uh, uh, wrapping tape around his head, right, in his briefs, that's it, with a, gut, with a, with a, with a football in his hand, lads, we need to get some camaraderie, we're playing dodgeball. Are <laughs> you serious? This is a Friday night before we play Cardiff next year. We're playing dodgeball. I looked at Matt, Matt looked at me and went, what the? That's not the sort of sort we're in there. It was like, you know, there was 19 lads in this squash court chucking balls at each other. I'm like five, six games in with this guy. I'm thinking, what the hell's going on here? Dodgeball. So wow. So he was just, he was just, he was just all over the place. But again, great man manager. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. I've heard that. So he was that, but he's uh, obviously, and then it obviously didn't happen for him because obviously we, uh, we got relegated in the government. Yeah, I, I, I've heard some great stories in being down in the West Country and being a bit loopy from that, and some of the yeah. some of the boozing. So he loves his cider and and that type of thing, from what I hear as well. So apparently, he's a bit loose as well. 
Nice, nice guy. Just, uh, it's just at the Leicester, he just, he just lost the plot a little bit too much, and it got a bit too much for him, I think, because he knew we were going down, and and that was that, that was where it was. But uh, yeah, so, that was it. All. Okay, so I'm a, I'm a centre midfielder now. Centre midfield player, probably probably my best mate. Uh, started crew. Um, then one of the sign for Derby he was going to sign for Liverpool, but then sign for Derby. Um, big move to Leeds. Uh, did his knee, or did his both his knees, and then ended up going back to Derby. There's a famous story about him going in. Seth Johnson. Seth Johnson. Johnson, that's right. I know. I'm getting battered. Angie's on fire. Listen, listen, come on. Give him you'll give you've got to win one. It's like anything. I mean, I can't keep winning every single time. You've got to win one at some point. You no, know, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> is the story true? I'll ask you that. Is the story about what he did in the Yes, but not the not the amounts that's getting that Ferguson puts in his boot. Right. So the statement of he walked in there and said, I want X amount. When Rizdow walked in there, he said, I want this much money. He thought, I want this much money. He walked in there, Rizdow gave him a ridiculous offer and he went, what? Yeah. I, think, I think it was, the, 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 I think it was, I think in, in his boot, Ferguson puts it in his boot. For some reason he puts it in his boot and I was saying, I, I see the set, that's, you know, you want to have a word with him say, that's not true. But uh, it was something like he was, I think Ferguson puts it in his boot that he wanted he was happy to take 32 and the start at 42. You know, negotiations and all that sort of stuff. But it wasn't, it was, it was way less than that. But it definitely started above what he... Uh, right. what he wow. Yeah. But he's best mates with you. So, uh, sorry? Imagine, I mean, can you imagine that going into uh, negotiations? Yeah. And he's for this from the start here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm ruining it. So it was, uh, but he, he didn't play. He didn't play for uh, these because obviously he's um, he did his knees. But when he, when he did play, he was. I would I would go so far as to say he's the best player on this pitch on this pit, bit of pit. Wow, that good. Wow, because he was one of them. He was a sl- he just slapped it. He never gave the ball away. But he was he was nasty with it, Mark. Right, left foot, left foot, nasty with it. Um, um, and just he, sh- he should have played. He he, he, I mean, he had two caps for England. Yeah. If he had been fit, he would have been there for he would have fifty caps. Wow, he's a great player. I always just love playing him. And as you say, he went back and forth to Derby. Um, so in terms of you say he's he's a he's a sergeant. Is that what type of player you reckon he is? That's what he's there for. He's boss in the midfield, or is he box to box, or what would you for a modern day listener? What would you categorise him as? Who who would you liken Seth Johnson most to when he was in his heyday? Well, he was a type, he was a, he was a type of player that he didn't really play that much when we were at Derby. He didn't play that much, but because of the playoffs, and it was had to be a bit needle and a bit like you know had to get stuck in. Billy Dean's at the time went Seth Johnson straight. Put them straight in. So he was—he was one of them, like like used. Well, it's good. It's good. Good word to use. Actually, a sergeant. He was in there and he bossed it. That's all he did. Right. Did a job. But with being creative with it. Right. You know, he got like you know, like Roy Keane back in the day, who was, who was just he did a job. 
But you wouldn't say he was like, he would create chances. He just did the job. He'd give the ball to yeah. somebody else. Well, Seth did the job and would create chance. A bit more Vieira, a bit more Vieira like. Bit more Vieira, but not as marauding as Vieira. Mm. Not as gazelle like. You know what? It's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm, and hopefully, if he is in the team, he doesn't change it. But no one has put themselves in the team yet. No one has. Well, everyone we spoke to has. You put yourself in the team. I'm not the team. I'm not. Okay. Oh. I'm not feeling bad to be in the team. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's me. That's me. That's me. Uh, that's me. Two centimeters. So, are we going big man, little man? What have we gone for? Yeah. Is it big man, big man, or two little men, or what? As a combination. Uh, Over to you. I suppose you could. Well, I suppose I've got a flair player, and I've got a. I suppose you could call him a big man, yeah. I suppose, in a way. What was so, the first one then? First one is when I, I played with this guy when I was a kid. All right. Um, Newcastle, the Newcastle legend. Yeah, still speaking from the days. Love you, fella. Liverpool, England. Is he the big man or the, or the little man? The little man. Player, player. Got the ball, just made things happen. Played for Liverpool loads of times, won the league, all sorts. Newcastle, he's just a Newcastle legend. He's up there with Shearer. I would say Owen. Nope. Um, Bellamy. Older. Yeah, if you, won, if you won the title with Liverpool, we must be 80s. Beardsley? Yeah, Peter Beardsley? Peter Beardsley? Peter Beardsley, yes. So he came, he, came, he came to do a bit, I think, I think he might have left Liverpool. And then he came to Hartlepool to do a bit. So I was just, I was on I don't know, 10 games into my career. And then Peter Beardsley came. So it was one of them where we used to, we used to drive down to Weatherby. Picked a bus up from Weatherby because he, he 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 shot. He liked to sh- shoot off from Weatherby, uh, so he used to pick me up. We used to go down and um, we just chat away and that. Oh, what a player he was! These little jig he used to do. Yeah, yeah. First time we had a first training session and we all said to each other, uh, it's, a, it's, a, "It's a five or five for the players' part. As soon as you get the ball, you'd have to do the jig." So right. <laughs> <laughs> But what a player, like you said, what I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean, fortunate or unfortunate enough, like, I mean, I have happened to play against him when he was at Liverpool, and like you said, the little jink, it was a joke. You just knew it, you knew he was going to do it, but you still, you couldn't help, you're still going to the into the stands to buy a hot dog. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. He, he, he does that. And like next thing you know, you're at the canteen. Yeah, can I have um, some fries with that as well, please? Jeez, sweat. It's like... Uh, you, can, you can imagine it. There was him, Barnes, Aldridge. Like, I mean, it doesn't matter which... I mean, you might one. The other one's like causing havoc. So, yeah. I mean, if I had it, if I played with him, I'd have him in my team. I know that's for... 100% he'd be in my team. 
you must have seen him run towards you and thought, nah, <laughs> I don't know where he's going to go with. No, but it's true because um, Graham Roger, another um, centre half, was playing. I was playing right back, believe it or not, for for us at Kenilworth Road, and um, he's he's got the ball on the halfway line, and he's now coming at me, and I can hear him being Graham like um, Graham Roger laugh about this. He's gone, Marv, get him inside, get him inside, and he's coming at me now. So I've turned to like show him inside, and he's like, I've turned around to look where the centre half is. He's on the edge of the box, waving back down there. I go, what the fuck are you, like, like you're doing back there? And he starts laughing, he's howling on the field. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm thinking, get him inside, get him inside. I've got protection, and he's right close to me. He's right on the edge of the box. He goes, I, I thought I'd wait from here, Marv. This is after the game. He goes, I thought I'd wait from here. I thought, great. All of that. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, he, he, he could go either way. He could go either way. What's a blur? Nice what was he like towards the end of a career? Was he losing pace or skill, or did he have that all the way through? Is it something you never lose? Obviously, he lost his pace, but he still had his he still had his little trick. I remember the first game he played for Hartlepool, the ball bounced and he stuck it in the volley, top right hand corner. He's just had his he was just classic. You know, Marvin, unless you, you you lose your pace, but you've always got your, you've always got your touch. Yeah. You know, it never really goes. I mean, it will go if you haven't played for a while, but then he gets back straight away. Like right away. But you, obviously your pace goes and your mind goes. You obviously think you can get a ball and you kind of get there. But, but you touch, as soon as you get the ball, you, you know exactly what to do with it. Mm. And that was, that was him. And at that level, he just, he still lost it. Yeah. Lost it, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think he's a player I've seen hit the ball the hardest I've ever seen a football hit in my life. You talk about some... I remember down at Kenilworth Road in that 2-0 Newcastle win in the FA Cup, 1994. Oh, jeez. He, he, I still reckon that um, that post is still wobbling right now. <laughs> it's so bloody hard. Seriously. It's square on. It was ridiculous. Great player. Fantastic player. Really was. I bet you said a good mentor, though. Oh, yes. Totally. Brilliant. To, to the point where I was like, you know, like I said, he used to get picked up whether it be the bush used to pick up whatever in that to the point where I signed for Northampton um, and the bus was coming back and dropped me off at Weatherby and he stayed there for about 45 minutes, 50 minutes because I was coming back to North East from Northampton I played a game. I think it was my first game for Northampton and he waited for me at Weatherby just to see how I got on. Wow. And, you know, Peter Beers got it. Yeah. <laughs> he's, been, he's got a fourth place World Cup medal on him as well. He's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, cheers. So, yeah. Legend. So you got a big man as well then up front, next to Peter Beardsley. I've already moved it, put it that way. Yeah. So, Nigerian. You've played for Nigeria probably over 50 times, to be honest. Everton, Everton legend. Um, and I played with him again at Leicester. Um. He kept saying to me when he was at Leicester, he was 28 years old, and I swear to God, he was 44. <laughs> I, was I can't think of his name. Is it? I can't think of his name. I know who you're on about, though. I can't. Andy, have you got it? I can't think. I can't think of his name. Is it beginning with A? His name is Adi Akinboy. Nope. No, 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 oh, no. All right, all right, Miss. All right, Mister. I've got none right so far today. <laughs> I wasn't saying no in that section like that. I'm thinking no, no, no in my head. I can't think of his name. Amakochi. 
No. No. Is it big lad? Big, 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 big lad. He's a big lad. He's a Nigerian, isn't it? I don't know what. I don't Newcastle. know why. I forgot, I forgot. I forgot the Nigerian thing. I suddenly thought Duncan Ferguson. Oh, I don't know why. I've got it. Oh my gosh. I can't Go believe off. I know. Huh? The dodgiest passport ever. Because he was, like you said, he had, he, he had his birthday. And I said, I'm as old as you. And he went 28. <laughs> I just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't think of his name. You're going to say it. Go on, say it. Yakubu. No, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking of him. I wasn't thinking yeah, of Yikubu. him. Yeah, he ended up at um, Portsmouth as well, wasn't he? He followed, he yeah, followed Harry around. For... Yeah, Yakubu. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like, you know, when you think, you think about, like, obviously, a, like a target man, you know, obviously, he was a big lad. But then, but he, it, he was one of them we took, he used to, used to take the ball and the, and the keeper didn't move because he took it that early. Right. You know, was like, like, yeah. And then he did that all the time. But what a, this hold up player, but being that skillful as well, was brilliant. And I used to look at him thinking, Phew. he's one of them players I used to look at him thinking, oh, I'd love to do that. I'd love to do that. <laughs> so that's the only player I've really thought, oh. in my position, I thought, oh, I'd love to do that. Yeah. Yakubu, right. Okay. I forgot all about him. I totally forgot about him. And now you mention him. Yeah. He was a Premier League. So you played with him at Leicester, yeah? Yeah, I think he ended up at Coventry, I think. I think he went down there for a, for a couple of games and he retired because he was 52. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah, you're you're probably right. Yakubu, yeah, Yakubu. forgot about him. I forgot about him. So you played next to Yakubu then. So at the same time, you, you played quite a few games with him? Well, it was in the Sven. Uh, and Sven didn't, uh, I, I played a few times when Sven first came and then he and then he, he, he brought people in the Kubu and uh, Darius and people like that and Conch um, and they sort of like I sort of got the bench so I sat on the bench most of the time under Sven but I'd say this about Sven he's he's, he's another man manager brilliant 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 I mean for me it was, it was brilliant. I got done, I got, I got banned from driving um, I was doing, uh, I got six points and I had six points on my license, so I got done for speed. So I got banned. So I got banned for seven months. I don't know if I've ever done it. No, no, go on, no. I got, banned, I got banned for seven months. So I was like, seven months? And I was it. I obviously played for Leicester and my kids were back in Newcastle. So up here, so I was like, oh God. So anyway, so um, got, got the lawyers involved and all that sort of stuff. And it was a bit, they tried to do it because I was a footballer. So anyway, got, anyway, got to reduce to seven weeks. That's how fast it was. So I was bad for seven weeks. So I've gone in, I've gone into training. I've gone up to Sven. I said, oh, look, I look, uh, I'm bad for seven weeks. I said, I just thought I'd tell you because I'm going to be late for training. I'll just try and get in when I can. And he sat there. And he went outside, got a cup of coffee. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's going to suck us in. And he came back in. <laughs> he came back and he went, right, I've got a plan. I've got a plan. He says, you, because he didn't drive. Sven didn't drive. He went, you take my driver. And my car for seven weeks to give me a back. No. He had a big, you know, the big uh, Volvo Jeeps. And yeah. his drive took us everywhere. Took us everywhere. Seriously. Ferries <laughs> up and down the. Uh, and I didn't really play on the set. 
But right. he did. So, but he looked well, after you still. So I'll always be indebted to him. I mean, Dave, the, the, the driver, he was picking up, he was picking us up on the quayside and all sorts of well being out. But again, like you said, the man management, because yeah. like at any time he could have like maybe like needed to call upon you. And for that very reason, because of what he did with the car, you'd have been like through the brick wall for him, wouldn't you? And one of the senior players in the dressing room as well, you you were sat in there going, new manager. He's actually, you were kind of sticking up for him as well. So, yeah. I, mean, I, think, I think I've been fortunate in a way that I've always had like good managers, like good man managers. Even that Luton was a, let's go back to joking here, but, but well, Mick being Mick, Mick, Mick was, I wouldn't be sat here if it wasn't Mick off. Um, but it was like, even like newly, I remember when I left, when I, I mean, it was just sporting you anymore. Yeah. But like when, I, when I left, I left Luton to go to Derby and I had to ring newly. And it was probably, the, to this day, it's probably the worst conversation I've had because I didn't want to do it to newly. And I had to ring him up to say, look, I know, I know that the, the clubs obviously had financial trouble, but we weren't getting paid and all that, were we? Um, and then they went, and then I heard people were leaving. I thought, oh, God. And I knew a, a bid was going to, my agent told me a bid was coming in. So my agent got to us and said, look, you're going to have to ring Newly and tell me you want to leave. Oh, Jesus. So I remember having the phone and got his, you're thinking, got his number there, ready to press green. I must have had it for about an hour. <laughs> and then I, in the end, I pressed it. And the first thing Newly had to ask him when you see him, Mark, he said, uh, how are we doing? How are you going to give a goal for a cup of beers? <laughs> Well, no, really sorry. <laughs> but from there, as I said, nearly look, I need to leave. And he went, no, I totally understand. He was good as gold about it. Until the stage, he just went, look, that's, I, I want a million quid for you. And at the time, I was like, really? No, I had a million quid. I'll get a million quid for you. I'll get a million quid for you. And then obviously, he pulled us in the office. I think it was a pre-season game. Pulled us in the office after, the, after, the, after some pre-season game. I didn't play, actually. I don't think I played. And he said, I've got you a million quid. I've got a million quid for you. He says, what do you want to do? And he turned to me, he says, you need to go to me. And obviously, that's a manager. I'm, you want us to leave? He went, you need to go. I said, I'll go. And I remember meeting Mick Arthur in the car park. And I remember Mick, I says, Mick, he says, because it was a message, why are you not playing? From Mick. And I says, can I meet you in the car park? I went to the car park. Uh, I says, look, Darby's put a million quid in for us. What should, what should I do? He went, look, the state of the club at the minute, <sighs> go. And I jumped in the car and went to Darby. Wow. Mm -hmm. But I think That's Newly being a striker a striker as well, Newly being a striker himself, you know, he knew I mean you know, he, he's not and I think like you said, he's not naive enough to think that, well, no, you're not gonna go because obviously you're ambitious, you know, you wanna play at the highest level you can play in your career. So I mean he understood. He understood. Yeah. yeah. So the highest level you played at, you played for Scotland for a little bit. Um, what was that yeah. like? Uh, it was a bit. <laughs> it was. I mean, it was. Didn't get it wrong. It was great. You know, I, was, I loved doing it. You know, and, uh, but it was. It was one of them games where. I didn't. I, I, I didn't. I didn't play that well, to be honest. He scored. Uh, he got it out. He scored. Well, I, sc I scored, but I didn't play that well. 
because I had one eye on Saturday again. It was a Tuesday night. Club Scotland on the Tuesday night. We were playing Man United away on the Saturday. I mean, you know, I was, you know, from a lad who was playing non-league football to go and play at Man United. I was like, I really yeah. want to play Man United. Yeah. So, played, on the, played, played, played with Scotland, obviously did. Drew 1-1, scored a header. And then we played Man United and I came on at half-time and scored. So, it was just, and that's what I played against. So it was just that I, still, was just, I vividly remember that goal as well. It's a great finish. Yeah, was there a runaway? Was there a runaway goal or something like that from memory? What's that? Which one? Your goal against United. Uh, was it, well, I'll tell everybody now. It was what a forty-five yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I mean, gone. I've not. I mean, I've not seen it. Yard. Forty and flat across and a slid and just tapped it in. Yeah. So, okay. But like, I just want to, I just want to just touch back on the um, the, the international. How, how did that come about? I mean, was 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 it something? You mean you had aspirations of playing for Scotland, or was it a, a thing, a, a phone call out the blue? Hey, Stevie, look, just wondering, you're eligible to play for us. Would you be interested? How did it, it come the, about? It was the uh, it was the manager Billy Davies. Obviously, he's Scottish. Uh, when I was at Derby. Um, and we, just, we were chatting one day in, in the canteen um, and I was going to a place called Bowness in Scotland. And that's where my grandma was from. You know, my grandma's Scottish, so my mum's, you know, we were up there all the time. Um, and he went, why are you going there? I said, I'm my grandma and all that sort of stuff. And then he just, he, he put a phone call in the Scottish FA and then next minute, no, two weeks later, I've been called up. So that was, that, that, that was the way it was. I didn't have any aspirations of playing for Scotland. Or, right. It's just, it's just got a phone call to say do you want to go? And, and, and this is when you're in the championship, is it? The cha- is it the championship or are you in the Premier League? No, it's Premier League. Premier Premier League. League. Yeah. So, who, so who was the strikers? Because me and Andrew was talking about this. Who were the strikers for Scotland Full team then? Because you'd have been, you'd have thought you'd have been in with a shout, really, then. Premier League. It was me uh, and uh, Kenny Miller. It was at Derby at the time as well. And Chris Ivaluma. Big Chris. Yeah. Yeah, Wolves now good players. He's, he's the only, only guy who, like, he's, he had the broadest Scottish accent and you didn't expect it. Yeah. I know, <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah, in Scotland thinking, is he putting that on? Have you got to put a Scottish accent? Let's go. He's one of them. Like, no, no, that's the way I talk. So it was all right. Born in London. So, he's a... Oh, it, was good, it was good, but like I said, I had one eye on the on the Saturday. Yeah, I wanted to really play because it was obviously it's, it's in the old Trafford. So. Yeah, yeah. You played there, Mark. You played there. I, I mean, yeah, I played there. I mean, I, I mean, I played against um, a long time ago. I'm talking about Robson and um, Brian Robson, and was playing then, and Lee Sharp and um, Ince. So, I mean. Got, got a battered, mind you, but I mean, I, I got a few kicks in. Because um, I was playing right back, Lee Sharp was on fire. This is when he just like more or less come onto the scene, he was just caning everyone, just like literally. Um, and at the time, there was no sky. So I can remember like watching Match of the Day week in, week out, and thinking, okay, everyone just keeps diving in against him. I'm just going to stay on my feet. And literally, I thought, Do you know what? I'll give him a dig early doors just to let him know I was there, which I did. And then, like, Robson come over and warned me. He goes, you, you, you do him again, I'll do you. 
I went, yeah, 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 all right, good one, good one, Robbo, all right, sort of thing, but really basically just walked off and just trying to act all hard as you do. And then literally, the whole game, he didn't really cause me too any problems. And I, I mean, and they used to give man the match to the away team as well there. And that was a, I mean, I got like the manager match for them, the best player in our team. And it was a case where I thought, okay, I did, we, we got beat 4 0, but mind you, it just showed me thinking about the game prior, weeks before, about watching match of the day. I mean, today, I mean, the players are going to have so much to their disposal with Sky and online games where they can think about who they're coming up against, whether they still do that or not, I don't know. But back then, it was something which, even in the warm-up, if I was, like, playing against yourself, I'd be thinking, yeah, I know he's going to be, like, quite strong in the air, but I'd be looking at the warm-up and seeing... Okay, yeah, he's right footed. He's, he's taking shots with his right foot. You know what I mean? Little things like that, Steve. So just to give me a little edge in the game to think, well, now if I'm going to go up against him, he's going to go to his right because that's his strongest foot. So I'm, I was always one of those ones thinking about give me a, an edge of where I might be able to stop him from scoring or playing. I mean, but, but, but now even like, you know, when I took, when I went on at Leicester training ground, it's just a different world, man. You know, there's a, right. you walk down the corridor, to, to all the dressing rooms and that. There must be like, every so often, there's about, there must be about 10, 10 on either side, big IMAX. And at any one time, you can get on there, click, and have the, have the, have the stats for who's coming up the side here. So you can put in the opposition. Wow. Right? Martin and what you're doing, and what he's done, clips of what he's done. And you just sit there going, Jesus. So the research you from the performance as a player is just phenomenal now. Wow. I mean, yeah. Is that too much? I mean, you two ex pros, is that too much? Can you overthink things? Uh, for me, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. 100%. 100%. I mean, I spoke about it before when you have managers, I mean, David Pleat. I mean, when I first came to the team, he used to speak about our strengths. He used to say, look, this is what we're good at. Keep the ball moving. But he didn't mean you to speak about the opposing team because like you just said there, Andrew, you can have too much information, too much like stuff going in your head and you're thinking about so much stuff, but nothing in the end, you know? I think it's, as well, you know, like back in the day, if you, you on Lee Sharp's here, you did all your research on Lee Sharp, you got Lee Sharp, your head. Lee Sharp, Lee Sharp, Lee Sharp, Lee Sharp. I know you're thinking, yeah. well, uh, Match of the day, but if you researched them, you'd be like, Jesus Christ, he's, he's not bad. Yeah. Which, which I've never been, I, I was never into that. So, well, <laughs> <laughs> Turn up, look at us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> so, you've, you've been quite complimentary of managers you've had in your time. Mm. So, who, which manager is going to lead this team? Which manager is it? Who is going to be the manager to lead this team? The best manager for you? Yeah. Best, there's a few, actually. He hasn't decided. You can only have one. You haven't decided, have you? You've served you right. You, you can't, unless, you, unless you're going to do it. Like all different, all different reasons. Like I mentioned Mick there. Mick Arthur was brilliant for me. So, and, and then when he was a manager, he was brilliant. Newley uh, was brilliant. Uh, Billy Davies was brilliant. I played the Premier League with Billy, so he got us to the Premier League. Um, 
what was it? There's a there's a lad who didn't really well. There's a, there's a manager who are really going well with a, a player when he gives a new contract to Leicester. Paulo Sosa. Oh yeah, right. Yep, the Portuguese guy, yeah. Portuguese yeah. guy, Juventus, and he was you would have loved him, Mark, because he was like he's he's whiteboard, right? Used to look like so like a kid just did. Because he was like, he talked with a pen. He says, I want people to do this, 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 this. And he was all about play, 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 play. But he wanted his two centre-halves to defend. And that's what really? He says, two centre-halves defend. I want everybody else to play. So he, he, wow. he was like that. He, had a, he only had two or three months at, at well, I think he had probably, more, I don't know, probably six months at Leicester. But he just, he just the, the way he, he composed himself, the way he, he passed on his information was just a different class for me. It was just so he would be the choice? Would he be the choice? You're saying him? No, I'm one Billy Davies. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, let's go to <laughs> Billy Davies, then. Billy Davies for me. Yeah, because, just because of the simple fact I just mentioned, there you go, it's the front. Right. And, uh, just from a, right. Uh, you know, from a kid working on the roads to kind of playing the prem. That's what I wanted to do, and he got to the, so it's probably. A, but he was a good man manager as well. I mean, people don't see him. Uh, if you if you don't know, you probably wouldn't like. Him. Really? Wow. I mean, I mentioned me mate, me mate Seth. He didn't really play under 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 Billy, but he'll see he was a great manager. And I think that's right. that's that speaks volumes, doesn't it, Mark? Well, you know, if you don't play, but you yeah. still respect. Him. Of course. So, yeah. I mean, when he took you a step up to the Premier League, is it that much bigger a step, or is it? I know you guys kind of went to come straight back down, didn't you? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I left for Leicester at the time, but uh, yes, it's just. I mean, Marv, you play at the top level, Marv, longer than that, but it, it, for me, Marv, it was just. I don't know. The concentration was so intense. So, like, every player was like, did their job and had to do their job. They weren't worried about anybody else. And that's one of the biggest things when I, when, I, when I started playing the Prem, I was like, everybody's got a job and they're doing it. Simple as that, where nobody really had enough day. Hmm. Yeah. If you, enough, that, if you have enough day, you're not. So, yeah. That, that, and that was, yeah, and that was the thing I'd agree with what you say. Like, the, like no one had an off day and, they, and it, if... I was playing against you and you're in the Premier League and you and you now, I slip or whatever, you get a chance, you're scoring. It's not like in the Championship or League One, he might miss that, you're taking that chance. Bang, that's a goal. That's it. It's a goal. Totally, I totally agree with that. That's, if you make a mistake, you get pushed. Whereas you might get away with it in the lower leagues. Yeah. But, but no, I mean, it's, I mean, the top, I mean, the top half of the, the Championship to the, to the bottom of the Prem is probably not that big. To the top off of the championship, to the top off of the Prem is huge. Yeah. Huge. Money. Money? Yeah. And I mean, just going on, just a couple of little last things. I think you've already mentioned it. Um, the one question we always ask the guests is um, your most memorable looting game and why, but I think you've already touched on it already. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not allowed to mention anything. I've been banned. No, from but it, wasn't, it wasn't intentional. But that's the question. I mean, I mean, is it Steve? Is it? Is that the game? Uh, yeah, it's memorable. But the, the cup game at Liverpool. 
That's what I was going to say. Yeah, good. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's what I, I was okay. hoping you were going to say that. I mean, yeah, that yeah, was going to be. Yeah. So that one is what we had. We had the. We had the. I know. <laughs> I know. I, was, I mean, obviously, I wasn't playing, and I and I was retired by then. I was watching it. You, you're right. You so yeah. had them. Yeah. Three went up. Three went up. Three went up. Bloody Cissé. It was Gibral Cissé. Bloody. Yeah. It was me. Came off. And Nickel scored, didn't it? This Nickel scored yeah. pen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I see the Nickel scored pen. He didn't miss a pen. Nickel did he? <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, but I remember that game, and we went three one up. Let's sit there, and I thought we've got these. We've got these. And then all of a sudden, he gets a sticks one in from the halfway line. Oh no! It was, it was that cinema pong goal. That was it. That's it. Was came on, and he just ran loot and ragged. He just had yeah. pace galore. And yeah, it was a four three game. But that was the first, I suppose that's the first game of, I remember Steven Gerrard playing and I didn't realise how quick he was. <laughs> really? So, yeah. looking, looking back on that, it's just, I look back on that game thinking that it's, it's memorable, but like I said, there, my first doors. Yeah. No, that's excellent. Um, I want to, I mean, it's been fantastic for me to catch up with you, I mean, and mm-hmm. have a chat like you have. And, um, mm-hmm. I mean, just, just listen. Just before you, I mean, again, just for the, some of the supporters and stuff, just talk about what you're actually doing now, because it'd be interesting for them to know. Let's see a little bit about. I know you've got your own business, and just you know what, yeah. what, what you've been doing since you've retired. Uh, so, so, well, it actually started uh, probably started really basically because I just bought houses. Any time I had a promotion bonus or a sign-on fee or anything like that, I just bought houses. That's all. I, that's all I did, um, and. Just, just sort of create a portfolio for when I retire. So I knew I needed income when I retired. So I set my portfolio, buy that portfolio, and basically that's my wage. But as I've, as, as, as my career went on, obviously I bought houses, bought houses, and people knew all about it. I was buying houses, and people used to say, Steve, can you help me buy a house? Can you help me buy a house? So I set, I set a company, um, maybe about three or four years before I retired, uh, to help me, I basically get footballs in the property. So I'll get rid of buy let so I create portfolios for them so they've got some kind of income from when they retire. What's the company called? Uh, Platinum Capital Investments. Platinum. So, uh, Excellent. Yes. But uh, it was like we made, like, when we got promoted with Derby, uh, I bought six, six houses with a, with a promotion bonus. I've still got them now. Wow. Whereas we made Seth Johnson, flew first class to Dubai, stayed at the Pearls, the big seal, Got on the thing, proposed to his missus on the helicopter, boom, uh, helicopter back, flew out, all oh, that. Spunked his Gone. Excellent. I'll see that in pros now, just, just, you need to, well, you know this, as much as I do, but you need a, you need a plan for retirement. Yeah, definitely. No, that's great. That's fantastic that you're doing that. Yeah, so it's, it's going well. It's been kind of so I kind of, I kind of complain. So it's uh, no. no, so hopefully you've enjoyed it as much as we have. Um, it's been good catching up and hearing some of the old stories. It's been funny, actually. I mean, what's we've what's had has been fantastic. And thank you for giving up your time. No, yeah, thanks for uh, catching up with us. And I'll tell you what, we need to do is more, more. Definitely. Definitely. Awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Steve Howard, for being on uh, My Best Living podcast, the launch episode. It's been great. Um, have what your Obviously, 
hopefully we'll reach out and lots of fans from lots of different clubs will hear from you. Um, but have you got a final message? We'd like to give uh, people an opportunity to give a final message to the fans. Um, so have you got anything you want to say to fans of all those clubs you played for? Yeah, well, fans, you know, I've always had a fantastic relationship with all my fans. Brilliant. But the, the Luton, Luton Towns where I made me name, really. Um, and then, then, then fans were just a massive part of my, my career. So whenever anybody talks about Luton Town or anything like that, I look back on that and think, I couldn't have done it without the fans. So it's just a massive respect to them. And, and I hope, and it's, it's great to see, the, you know, Luton staying up in the championship and, then, and hopefully there's a kick on. Thank you so much for your time and look after yourself and good luck with future business. Thanks very much, Steve. Mm-hmm.